Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are in the world, I truly hope you are having a fantastic week. So this week we're doing something a little bit different. It is a glorious day outside and we are doing, well, I am doing my very first live face-to-face podcast interview. So just as we're recording the um, chorus of crows, magpies, and other, what do you call birds? Flocks. Flocks, yes. Another flocks of wind, 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 wind (laughs) pests have um have joined in the uh, the fray as well we're also joined um with my a very very good friend of mine Jackie Barnett who is she's a coach she works with entrepreneurs business owners helping them look at leadership communication and confidence and it's a massive pleasure not only having her on a live live recording <laughs> of the event but or of the podcast but also to have her on the show and to really sort of pick her brains about some of the areas of what she specializes in so Jackie welcome to the show Thank you very much, Jeff. It's lovely to be here in these beautiful surroundings. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, it's just it's a nice day and the birds are out in like chorus. But yeah, so can you tell us a little bit about your journey so we can find out more about you and your history? Okay, yes. Um, well, so my, uh, my journey started in the corporate world. So I was in the corporate world for over 20 years, uh, working with Clark Shoes and then latterly at Nike doing various things from managing shoe shops to retail marketing. Um, And then with Nike, I was um, head of sales teams. I was general manager for their equipment business and uh, in the UK and Ireland. And then finally went over to Holland, their European headquarters, and was the general manager for their kids business for Europe, Middle East and Africa. And... um, It was really interesting times, obviously, um, uh, working in the corporate world, getting to travel a lot. Um, And I had, um, especially when I moved over to Europe, I had real teams, so people who reported directly into me. But because of Nike's matrix structure, I also had virtual teams. So I had um, people who didn't work directly for me, but I needed to, to work on my business for me. Um, and so I, uh, I had to um, learn how to work across uh, those different types of um, teams. Um, also, especially uh, when I was working in uh, Europe, was working across lots of different countries. So uh, you have different cultures that you have to uh, work with yeah. and understand. Um, and the other aspect um, of, of that work was quite often I was the only woman in the room or one of a few women mm. in the senior uh, meetings and that made me um, develop certain techniques all of these combinations of, of um, elements of the role which I'm realizing now were things that I developed to be heard to influence people and be able to progress and get you know my business moving forward yeah. within the big corporate world yeah um and so that was uh, one of the key things. The other key area that I that I noticed um, whilst at Nike is that there are a lot of um, women who uh, were really, really good at their job and actually were better than they uh, were for the position in which they were holding, um, but they weren't getting promoted. And um, there was myself and a group of other uh, women uh, over in Europe, 
and we, we started looking into why this was happening and it wasn't because Nike was being prejudiced and just promoting men. It was because the women themselves weren't putting them, themselves forward. They didn't mm. think they were good enough to do it when plainly they were. Mm. Um, and so um, myself and a few of my friends started mentoring and coaching okay. uh, these uh, women and they started putting themselves forward and lo and behold, they started getting jobs. Okay. And <clears throat> I realized that that's what I loved doing. Mm. Um, and then in 2009, there was a restructure and so effectively EMEA was split into two smaller regions, so my job no longer existed. So that was the perfect opportunity for me to take redundancy, move the family back to the UK and um, and start start my own business. Brilliant. And follow follow my my dreams if you like. Okay. And the skills the skills that I had developed and the lessons I'd learned mm. were the things that uh, I kind of put into place okay. You know, okay. With, with my business. So yeah. the big thing for me was knowing who you were, having mm-hmm. having faith in your own ability um, and knowing who you are when you're at your best so that you're consistently congruent in what you do yeah. and what you say yeah, yeah. so people trust you and yeah. uh, and uh, and really um, have faith in you to mm. do what you say you will do. Okay, yeah. Um, the other thing was understanding other people's perspectives. Yes. Um, which I really learned from the different cultures um, and so on, and communication skills, yeah. obviously, um, and just pushing yourself outside your, your comfort zone. It was a big step for me to go over to Europe and do and do that and yeah. and, and go and work and move the family. Yes. Um, and so on, and so. I just applied all of those things when I started the business. I thought, I'm going to step outside of my comfort zone. I am going to start a business because it was quite a scary yeah. thing to do at the yeah. time, um, especially because I was a single mom at the time. Yeah. And um, But that's what I did. So I set up my business helping people uh, value themselves, know, understand who they are and they're at the best, um, look for what they really want to do, and fulfill their potential, okay. really, yep. and, and just help them do that you know help okay. them give them the confidence to go after it and yeah. um uh, and some of the tools of course so yeah. you know communication is one of the key things to um gaining trust influencing people and um and communication with yourself as well yes. your self-talk yeah, yeah. So your is critical yeah, yeah and so Absolutely. all of that is, is other things that i love doing so when you so as you work now and obviously you work with businesses and 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 do you with your entrepreneurs and you work with corporate as well, don't you? Yes. Yeah. So when you do that, are you you work with men and women? But do you spe- do you specialize in one, or do you just work with the, the sort of whatever client is is there to sort of speak? Yes. Yeah. So so if you if you look me up, all of my marketing is aimed at women. Right. Um, and you know my membership group and so on is 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 women. But I work. My clients are are a mixture. I okay. work with with both. Right. Um, okay. Both men and women. Yeah. Um, and uh, very different uh, approaches. Yeah, I can imagine because that was one of the things I was going to ask: is uh, do you have to work on different things in order to help um, a male? build confidence and a, or, a, or, a, or a woman build confidence um no we work through the same kind of process okay so so the first key thing is 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 getting clarity mm. and that's getting clarity about um, who you are at your best what your real values are what your qualities are when okay. you're at your best and also really clear about where you're holding yourself back what are yeah. your 
your things you're telling yourself okay. as to the reason you can't do something now. Right. Okay. Um, uh, you know whether it's uh, you know that causes the procrastination or causes you just to step back and not go after the thing that that you want to do. Right. Because as soon as you get clear on that, then you can decide where you're going to go to move forward what you need to work on so right. I, I i work with that same process whoever i'm working with okay um and then whether it's you know uh, limiting beliefs or it's you know self-talk whether it's um confidence in other areas or whether it's just pure communication skills mm. self-belief how they see themselves whatever that's then what we work on right. and i follow that process whoever whoever i'm working with okay i do find that the clarity phase takes a little bit longer, generally, mm. with um, some of the men that I work with. Okay, yeah. Um, so the, um, a lot of the women seem to be more aware of mm. of their yeah where they're holding themselves back and, and where their true values are and what they want. Right. Okay. Which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, because I, I have to admit, is um, I work with a lot of women, and one thing I've always noticed when with working with women in the past as well. Mm, there's more women prepared to speak about the stuff yes. than the men do. The men, yeah. it's almost like mining. You know, you've yeah. really got to go in there to find what's going on or what's stopping them or whatever else. Where, what I've, what I, in my experience, what I've seemed to notice is the the women are more willing to talk about the stuff. Yes, it's it, they're much. They open up much more quickly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the, the the questioning phase and the kind of as you say mm. the digging the mining yeah. phase does take a bit longer with yeah. uh, with the men. With, we're we're secretive beasts. <laughs> 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 but it, but it, but it's that it's that thing, isn't it? It's it's you know it, it is in some cases sometimes is men are from uh, is it men are from Mars, women are from Venus, or the yes. other way around? Yeah. But it, it is that. It, although we have you have the same process. Yes. It may just take a little bit of time and certain things for people to come out in certain different ways. Well, it's, it's really interesting because I've I, recently I've been reading a lot about neuroscience because mm. there's so much going on at the mm. moment with yep. the developments. And, uh, and interestingly, men, male and female brains are high, hardwired slightly differently. Mm. Okay. And part of it is the way in which they're raised and yeah. brought up. Yep. Um, but um, in terms of um, competition, for example... Mm. If you look at children, yeah. you look at a group of boys, yeah. their competition is about being the fastest or the strongest yeah. or whatever. The first. <laughs> Whereas girls, it's much more about being the kindest or the nicest or the, yeah. you know, it's, but yeah. they're both competitive, yeah, 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 yeah. but in different ways. Yes. And, and what I see um, when I'm working with adults is it manifests, it manifests itself when they're adults as, um, as women as, are being much more supportive yeah. So they they will develop things in exactly the, the you know they can develop the same things that men can develop, but the mm. way in which they will develop them will be different. Right. The reason that they're developing them okay. will be different. Mm -hmm. Can I give you an example? Yeah, please. So um, I'm reading um, a book at the moment, which is brilliant, and it's um, we've it's, got added sound effects now. Sorry. Yes. No. It's, <laughs> it's called Be Gender Smart right. by Inga Woodstra. I okay. think that's how you pronounce it. We will she's put a, that on the show notes for definite. She's a magnificent Dutch woman okay. who has a very similar background to me in that she's done corporate and, mm -hmm. and is, has moved to entrepreneur. Um, but she gives this example of um, uh, a woman who invented wiper blades, okay. wind, windscreen wiper yeah, blades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she, she was doing this presentation and she talked about that the woman was mm. on the bus and it was raining and uh, she had the idea that... Uh, of having wipers on okay. the windscreen. And uh, 
a, a man in the audience said, oh, so she was looking out the window, saw it was raining, and, um, and thought, yeah. I need to invite, um, invent wipers to clear that rain away. Yeah. But actually, what she had done is she had looked and could see the driver couldn't see the road very well, and yeah. that it would help the driver yeah. if he could see yeah. the road better. So wouldn't it be better if he had wipers? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So her standpoint, yeah. her reason for doing it was very different. Yes. To the reason it wasn't that the a man, selfish act. It exactly. Was a, yeah. The okay. man assumed it was, he made the link because it would affect yeah. him. him. Yeah. Because he was looking out of the window, yeah, 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 yeah. but she had thought of it because it was affecting the driver. Yes. Do you I see? Think, the, yeah. So yeah, both yeah. both a man and a woman could have invented yeah, yeah, yeah. wiper blades. Yeah, yeah. But the reason for doing it was different. Yeah. No. No. Yes. <clears throat> and I, I noticed that especially when when um, working with um, coaches and and therapists, so high empathy uh, industry yes. is they th- always think from the external of what's going to happen to the others yes, and how they are going to be affected. So it's why quite a lot of them are affected by sales. Yes. It's because they're thinking, well, that person says no. So that means no. Where you've got the um, uh, maybe more of an industry place salesman is just thinking about, well, no, I need to get the sales in for X, Y, and Z. Mm. They, they, ca- they can counteract the, the positive result by yes. just that by their internal dialogue of, well, I don't want to impose yes, rather than the other one, which is, well, that means I get my car or I get my bonus. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, and I think, unfortunately, a lot of businesses are set up for um, uh, men's preferences. Yeah. And, and so the way a, a woman may, get, may be adding the same value, yes. but be doing it in a different way. Yes. And so she isn't valued in the same way because of the way in which she is doing it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that, makes, that sense. makes sense. It does, because I think also is, is I think the, 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 if you want the more modern way of doing business is possibly adding, trying to say this without sound or trying to sound sexy I'm just going to say it as it says and then we can dissect it is from a from a there's a more feminine way of doing it in a way to succeed which means you think maybe from both halves yeah rather than just that one-sided and I think the old way of doing if you want the industrial age of doing business you know I've worked at places where you're not allowed to be happy Mm. because that's a sign as if you're laughing you're not working hard enough yes or something like that you know (laughs) So that would be, to me, of a more man approach mm-hmm. of doing it, where the now, the, the, if you want, the 21st century way of doing it is, is well, it's about spending time with family as well as doing the work. And it's, it's possibly like a more feminine attitude, mm-hmm. but I think it's also a more refreshing attitude yes. because it's looking at a more, it's looking at a whole approach rather than just a single-minded approach. Yeah. And is that probably how women think more generally? They, they, they think of, you know, as you said, it's not just about the career path. It's about the whole thing. They will have their family in the back of their head yes. thinking about it as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, but it, it, it wasn't meant to be sexist. So it, no, no, it no, it's not. Uh, the interesting thing is, though, that um, in a study where they look at why women have, have left okay. uh, business, okay. um, um, their response to things like I didn't feel valued or um, it just didn't feel like the right, right culture for me or it didn't feel quite right mm. are all in like the 60% of wow. the, of the okay. respondents. 68 yeah. was the highest one, I think. Okay. 
Um, whereas um, I, I left because um, I wanted to spend more time with the family or the balance, my work mm. life, life work yeah, balance, balance yeah. wasn't right, was only 30%. Wow. Okay. Now, that for me is yeah. a is a big deal for, for Massive, businesses yeah, to understand yeah. that um, they need to think about how the way in which women yeah. add value yeah. um, and shouldn't feel like they need to change no. in order to add value. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, because there's a, we all come to the we all come to the place with a set of skills, mm. and if it's geared down one channel, it's not going to benefit. And yet, so many other people, you know, if if women are feeling undervalued, they may have so many great skills that they are yeah. not able to utilize to benefit something. Yeah. Then and therefore, we're going. It's going to be a huge loss in resources. Mm. Well, and this is this is the thing. Yeah, it's yeah. potential to the economy. Yeah. But and so. It knocks women's confidence when mm. they feel like they're putting all this effort in, and they are. They're, yeah. But they're not. They don't feel valued. Yes. Um, and so that's why you know what, one of the areas I work on is communication. Mm. But it, it's not about adapting your communications. It is adapting your communications so you are heard by. Yes. By the people with whom you are interacting. Um, it, it's it's not about adapting your communication to be like them. Yes. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because yeah, okay. as, as soon as somebody tr starts to try and change and adapt to um, another way of working, then they don't feel authentic. A yep. lot of people will say that's one of the words that people use when yeah. I'm working with them mm -hmm. is, you know, it just doesn't, how I am at the moment doesn't feel authentic to me. It doesn't no. feel right. Yeah. And, uh, and so they think they shouldn't be there yes. instead of thinking, yeah. okay, well, be how you are, but yeah. let's just work at how you can get your yeah. value across in a way that they will yeah. understand. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, a, it's a word that's used as a, as a, as a business buzzword, yet yeah, it's such an important word. Yes. And it should never be um, pushed away as, a, a, you know, as one of those fluffy words. That it's a key word. Absolutely. For, for being a, especially to communicate. And yeah. If you're not going to be true to yourself and true to, to how you communicate with someone, then people will know. Yeah. Straight away, because we all know those people that, you know, don't, how do we put this in an elegant way? Or do we just go for an E explicit rating straight away? <laughs> um, for those people that, you know, speak balls and, and rubbish in order to fuel their, their result, I suppose, yeah. would be yeah. the way. To the other ones that just try and come across in the way of just trying to be genuine. Exactly, exactly, and and also I think if you're if you're coming from a place of authenticity and you and the, you, the genuine you, mm. you will you will connect better with people yep. and they and they will trust you better, and mm. and trust is the basis of every of all yep. relationships, all yeah. team working and, and everything. You know, yeah. it's the it's it's the. Yeah, it is the basis. So if, if you don't have trust, then you don't have people won't have confidence. And that's you. so. Those are the three areas that you really concentrate on: the clarity, the, the sort of the clarity, and the communication, and what, and the, and and the confidence. confidence. Yeah. And for you, is is what if you were going to give sort of someone sort of three tips on how they could improve maybe one of each? Mm -hmm. How how what would they what would they be? So, so in, with clarity, the first thing um, we do is look at um, look at look at something that you've been meaning to do and you just haven't done. Okay. Um, that is pretty important to you. Okay. And and look at why you haven't done that. Okay. Um, and if you're blaming um, circumstances outside of yourself. Look at things that you can directly influence, and it's probably yeah. the things that you're telling yourself. 
Yes, most likely, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, or your, <clears throat> yeah, so it'll be things that you're telling yourself, things that you believe about it, or things that you're worrying about something, um, if it's putting something out there, for example, mm-hmm. you're worrying about getting criticised, yes. or what other people might think, when, you know, Whatever you do, there's always going to be somebody who, who loves yep. it and there's always going to be somebody who hates it. Yep. You can't control that. So, so look at the ways in which you're holding yourself back. So that's clarity on where you're holding yourself back. Clarity on who you are is just just noticing your values. When you're yeah. at your happiest, what are, what are your qualities and what values are important to okay. you? Um, confidence is linked to the um, getting the clarity mm-hmm. is about um, understanding where you're holding yourself back. Okay. I'm working on that. Okay. And that generally is, you need to do that with somebody else. You need to do yeah. that with a coach because yeah. you need, that's in-depth analysis of why you see yeah, yourself yeah. the way you do, yeah, yeah. why you're talking to yourself the yeah. way you are. Um, the communication element is purely about um, being fully present mm. and understanding um, what your goal is um, from the conversation, um, um, being open to... Mm. Uh, options and possibilities and really listening to the other person. Okay. Um, so listening, it's active listening and... Yeah, yeah. yeah listening yeah. openly. Okay. Um, not prejudging what's, what they're going to be saying. Okay. Um, and uh, an understanding intent versus impact. So how you intend to come across may be very different to how you're actually coming across okay. to the other person. Yeah. Um, and you can only do that by understanding their perspective on things. So... Okay. Um, so being present, being fully aware, yeah. and then there's the usual things of you know body language, yeah. tone of voice, yeah. um, that kind of thing. Okay. That's, okay, that's all intrinsic in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like I like the bit, especially by just stopping for a second and thinking how that other person is going to be taking it. Yes, because it's it's that it's that flipping it round on the other side. So just go okay, stop for a second and think, because you can we can you know. I do. I do quite often. Sometimes, as you just go like a bull in the china shop, because you have this thing going. Okay, that I, I need to get that out. Yeah. So I don't forget what I need to say or something. But before I do that, I've I've got to stop myself and go. Yeah, but what is this person? Where is this person in her current place or his current place? And yes. what are they needing to to deal with? Because if you have, especially if you have an idea that something is going on with them, mm. there's, there's, they're not necessarily going to take it how you may be trying to trans- transfer over that information to them, are they? Yes, exactly. So you, you send your message out to them yeah. and then it goes through their filters yeah. before they then interpret it. Yeah, yeah. And depending on where they are, mindset and how they, they're feeling or something yeah, yeah. might have just happened to them yeah. will very much depend on that filter. Yeah. And, and, and that can, the impact that that can have on them can yeah. be very different. Yeah. Even though you're, you're, you didn't intend that to be the impact. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, no, absolutely. It makes it makes complete sense. I could speak about that all the time because I know we have long conversations over coffees <laughs> about this sort of thing. We do indeed. This episode is sponsored by Presentation Genius. You might remember Simon from Presentation Genius from way back in episode five. It's one of the highest downloaded episodes of the show, probably because of the sheer amount of content Simon gave away. Well, now he's giving away more at his only public training course in the UK this year. It's on September the 15th, and there's all the information you need at presentationgenius.info forward stroke Durham. 
What's more, SuccessIQ listeners can get 13% off whatever ticket you buy by using the coupon SUCCESS13IQ. Presentations are such a key part of your business success. I've seen Simon work. I can absolutely recommend his stuff. And what I would say is learn from the best and become a presentation genius yourself. Second part of the show where I get a a cool opportunity to put you on the hot seat um, to go through the questions that I ask guests every week. So, are you ready for this one? I certainly am. Oh, she's stretching. Go she's, ahead. She's, she's taking breathing exercises now. <laughs> okay. So, question number one is, how much time do you spend a week on self-development? Um, uh, well, I, I walk the dog. And I, when I'm walking the dog, I always am listening to either podcasts or audiobooks. Yeah. Um, and so, that's probably at least an hour and a half a day. Okay. And then... Um, yeah, that's the main time okay. uh, that I do it because that's a bit of me time, really. Yeah. Um, and it, it's something I have to do so it doesn't detract from my working time, yeah. if you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say that. And then and then I attend, there's a masterminding group that I go to once a week, uh, once a month, sorry. Okay. Um, so that, you know, that yeah. for me is development as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Okay. So question number two is what's your favorite personal development book and why? Okay. So, um, one I've just listened to recently, actually, um, mm-hmm. that has made me much more focused in what I'm doing. Okay. And it's The One Thing by Gary Keller, okay. which I know is a very famous book, but it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's had one of the biggest impacts on me recently. Yeah. Um, so that's why it's top of mind. Okay. Um, because one of my big things has been kind of procrastination. No. Yes. <laughs> you know me very well. And but this has really given me focus. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm blocking out time to focus on yeah. these very specific things and it's amazing the traction I'm getting yeah. from just doing it. So that has had a huge impact on me very recently. So Yeah, it's a good book. I I um I read that one and then I read Essentialism and Essentialism is kinda of like the same thing. Uh-huh. Um but I enjoyed Essentialism more. Oh, right. And it okay. focuses on that on the same basically what is what is that one thing you really need to be working on. On, isn't yes. it? That's the kind of thing. Yes. Because we can distract ourselves stupidly. And very easily with, distracted. Yes, yes. Squirrels. Okay. Yeah. So it's and and right, I so suppose I'll, I'll read essentially. Yeah, it's, it's, it's highly I highly recommend that one. I've um but I've got the one thing as well because I read that. It's a great book. We'll put that. We'll definitely put that on the show notes. Um, have you got the? Was it audio or did you read? It was audio, audible. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Okay. So number three is is what is your favorite app? And we always have these conversations. Yes. Well, okay. I've just discovered a new one. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, which is called Texting Story. Okay. Um, which is, you, you, it's an app you have on your phone, and you literally have two, you put in the names, you can change the names on it, okay. and uh, you text, you can text a conversation. Okay. Um, and, it, and it turns it into a video. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Um, which I'm intending to use for... Um, like Facebook ads and things yeah, like yeah, that, but you yeah. could use it on all sorts of different things. Yeah, yeah. It's got huge possibilities. Right. Um, but I've only I've only just discovered it. Okay. But okay. I'm loving it. Brilliant. So Excellent. that would we'll, be. We'll put that one on. That would be it. Text to the point where I'm, I've seen it, and I'm going to have a play with it as well when <laughs> um, when we finish this episode. Okay. So question number four is: What's your biggest business mistake, and what did it teach you? Um. Yeah. Okay. So this is not for me. It was not surrounding myself with the right people. 
when I started out and not asking for help. Okay. So there's the big thing about <clears throat> surrounding yourself with people who are kind of one step ahead, yeah. who have kind of already done what you're trying to do so you yeah. can learn from them. And, yeah. um, and I didn't do that. So it took me a long time to get mm. traction to start with, yeah. with the business. And, and I now realise, you know, having joined mastermind groups and things like that mm. and connected with you, of course. Yeah, that's how we, we, we first met, wasn't it? Yes. That, yeah. yeah. Um, so for me, that's the big thing is uh, I wish I had done that earlier so I'd have made yeah. more traction quicker and just asked for help earlier yeah. and t- so that uh, I could, instead of having to learn from my own mistakes, I could learn from other people's. Yeah, it's, 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 it, that's brilliant advice because there, are, there, are, there is always going to be a point when I can't remember, I think it was Jack Canfield that t- 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 mentioned it in one of his books that we are there's some people on that journey that we are ahead of yeah. at the same point at, or there's people ahead of us who have had more experience in the journey. And it's there may be different parts that in some cases you are ahead, in other cases you are behind, and in some cases you're in the same, but it's making sure that you are surrounding yourself with people who. Sometimes you can help them. Sometimes you can, yeah. like, you do the journey together, and then the other ones is you learn, and you're pushed by people who have have gone further down that that route, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just go quicker, and and it gives you something. Seeing other people already doing it makes you realise you can do it. Yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's oh, we're joined by a, a fly. So if we hear buzzing, it's not static. Um, okay. So question number five is: What are your challenges in balancing life and work, and how do you manage them? Um, well, because I yeah, I have a family and I work from home. Yeah. I have my office. It's um, that's not challenging at all. It's it's <laughs> well. So what I find is it's a blend. It blends yeah. really. Yeah. So I'll obviously then the children are at school. I'm working. Yep. Uh, you know, they come home, talk to them, they go off and do their thing, I go back and do my working. Um, but, so yeah, I don't find it too much of a challenge at all, really. Mm. I just, I blend it as okay. I go along. I mean, there are times, you know, when I'm really busy with work and and then it's much harder and I have to make sure that I'm then focusing, yeah. making sure I am spending time with the children. Yeah. Um, but having two teenagers... Yeah, it kind of has its own challenges. Yes, it does. Um, yeah. um, they can so, look after themselves to a relative point, but there's still yes. that bit where it's the connectability because they can disappear. I've noticed with my two boys, they can just disappear for hours. Yeah, and you you lose them in their phones or yeah. Yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I, I always make we always sit down together for okay for an um, evening meal. Okay. Um, unless they're doing sporting activities, which makes it harder. But otherwise. We, we always do that so okay. we, we, that we really connect. But um, I don't know. I really love what I do. It doesn't feel like work almost. Yeah, which it can be a challenge in itself. In itself, yes. It? Yeah. yeah. Okay, brilliant. Okay, so question number six is, what advice would you give an entrepreneur that you wish you'd known starting out? Yeah, so I, obviously I knew about these questions. I've already thought about yeah. this one. I uh, think that it is that things don't have to be perfect. So whatever it is you're working on, or thinking about, just get it out there and um, and develop it as you go along. If it's not quite right, you'll the next iteration will be better. Yes. You know, failure is learning and perfecting. Yes. It will never be perfect. No. Nope. So it's um, so it's about just getting something out there and and developing it. Yeah. It's better to do that than than not get it out at all. No, that's brilliant. And the, you're so right. Is is 
ultimately when you are where you are the judge of your own work yeah that 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 is something that it will never be to that level of quality that you are looking for because you are wanting it to be to the point where it's unachievable yeah. sometimes so getting so getting someone else to check it and give you feedback mm-hmm. is far better to, than doing it doing it yourself exactly as as you know i've i've dumped many a word for my book that i'm still in the process of writing because it's not been perfect <laughs> funny enough i'm i'm currently reading a book by um the new book by russell brunson and he did exactly the same, but he did it on um, Periscope. Uh-huh. He actually hit the delete button of his of his book. I think it was 40,000, 50,000 words <gasps> actually on Periscope. Oh, my and, word. Uh, I know. That's a, it takes some gumption. I don't think I would have videoed it because I cried after. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So the question number seven is, is what is your definition of success? Um, good one, good one. Um, success for me is... What is it? It's about it's about feeling. It's about enjoying what I do, yeah. which I'm already doing. Yeah. It's about feeling that I'm making a difference yeah. to people, so that you know I'm not wasting my time. I'm having some sort of impact on on the people with whom I work. Mm-hmm. That that to me is if I'm making a difference to other people and helping them achieve things that they want to achieve. Mm. Um, that that then that's success to me. Obviously, well. I you know I want to being making enough money to live comfortably yeah, yeah. but it's it's not about the having the flash car no. or whatever for me it's much more about me being happy and the people that i yeah. work with yeah getting what they need yeah. from it and that's a cool word with happy because happy can cover security can cover yeah. all sorts of things it's 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 a, it's just finding your your definition of, of it happy. so you yeah. can so then you can pursue what you want to do and you're not wasting energy on someone else's no because I think that's one of the biggest problems with, well, with personal development generally, how it's sold, is it's the bling. Yes. You know, um, I was speaking to um, Mike Morrison on a couple of episodes ago, and he talked about the the fake hotel, the fake hotel stroke. It was their house and hiring fast cars to um, make it look like. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard that on yeah. your podcast. Yeah, yes, and, absolutely. You know, and you think about that, and you just think that is just the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. But like every industry you've got the mm. you've got those sort of things and it's it's a shame that people do that mm. okay so the one question that you have not prepared for mm-hmm. is the life lesson question yes so pick a number between 1 to 50 and it will land on a life lesson and then we can discuss it and you are um okay for you to disagree with it because it's a lesson so therefore you may have learned something else so, your number for today is? Okay, the number that's just popped into my head is 22. 22. Journaling. Journaling. As you know, I'm an avid journaler. Yes. Um, um, I found it beneficial in many, many ways. One, to record my successes, because when we're feeling rubbish, quite often we've edited that information and our filter is only looking for the bad things that mm-hmm. prove to us that are wrong. Yeah. Two, it's also a great way to record strategies and stuff that I use. I'm, I'm a freak in the sense of I've got several different journals depending on what it is. So I have a business, I call it my tactic playbook, where I journal all the different strategies I try and tweaks and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's that thing of just sort of capturing a thought, a moment 
that's that's important to you so you can look back and go god I remember that day that was really cool mm. or that was a challenging day um and I'm just wondering do you have a journaling process or how do you how mm. do you how does that resonate with you um I don't I don't journal prolifically okay um I, I do it in several different ways okay a, a bit like you so at the end of each day I have I have a little notebook by my bed where I write down the three things that um have kind of made me happy that day or, okay. or I'm grateful for for that okay. day yeah yeah um and that makes me um more positive going to sleep yeah, yeah. um uh, but also makes me realize you know what what has happened during mm. the day even if it's been not the greatest of days yeah then you know there's usually three things that have mm. perked me up during the day okay um, so I do that I also always have a little notebook with me in my mm. handbag and if something comes into my head or I notice something or um or yeah an idea pops into my head then I will write it in that okay um and so and at the end of uh, at the end of each week mm. I go through and look at you know what things have uh, have I achieved this this week what things do I need to get done next week mm. and what things have I noticed okay. and that's when I pull out from that that book right um and so it's not journaling as such no but I use but you use something to record yes something yeah yeah okay yeah. okay brilliant okay um excellent well it's been an absolute pleasure having you um at home and um <laughs> hopefully we'll we will test the audience hopefully the the birds and the planes and the flies aren't gonna <laughs> distract us from the great content um could you just share with people how they can find out more about you please um yes uh so uh my website is jackiebarnett.com okay um, I'm on LinkedIn as Jackie Barnett. Okay. And uh, I'm on Twitter at, at Jackie Barnett with three T's. Okay. And any of those, really. Okay. Um, they can. Okay, I'll, I'll put them on. LinkedIn's probably the, show. the easiest. Okay. Because then that has the link yeah. to other things. Okay. And I'll put all that on the show notes as well. Um, Jackie, just gives me one thing to say. Thank you very much. And I wish you the greatest success. Thank you very much, Jeff. It's been lovely being here and being on your show. <laughs> Take care. So first of all, just let me say a massive thank you for joining me today. It's lovely to know that you're out there listening. And it's great to have the emails that I get from you with suggestions about the show and what you think about the show. That's really nice. Really does help me make the show even better. If you'd like to find out more about me and the types of services I offer or my social media links, then please visit www.jeffnicholson.uk. You can also join us on the Facebook page. Just search for Success IQ Podcast. And that's a new page that we've put up that I'm trying to grow and develop. So you can tune in and find us on other stations such as Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and of course iTunes. And if you have the time, it would be great if you could pop over there, leave a rating, leave a review, because it really does help me grow the show and make the impact that I'm really looking for. So just to say, I hope you have a fantastic week. I wish you the greatest success, and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Take care.